Welcome to the newest episode of Comfortable Change, everybody. I'm your host, Danny, and today we're just going to talk about some of the most difficult things to change in no particular order. It's just something I was being a little curious about recently, and there's a bunch of really cool articles online that kind of outline different things that are challenging for people to change. I know Forbes and Psychology Today both had some really good lists and more deeper information about it. And a couple other websites I'm forgetting. But if you are interested in reading it more in detail, I recommend checking out at least those two. Today, I'm just going to kind of list the top 10 that I could compile, but in no particular order, as it seems there's not really a clear consensus about what order there really should be in or what the top 10 are across the board. But I feel like these are the biggest ones and the most commonly reported ones. So let's get to it. So I'm actually going to start with number one, because I do think this was the one that everyone did seem to agree on. And I have to say, I also agree. The biggest, most challenging thing to change is yourself, your own habits, your own mindset, just because it's kind of that double-edged sword of you know yourself the best out of everyone, hopefully, but you also, because you're with yourself all the time, you both know yourself really well, but you also can more easily overlook or miss certain things about yourself that make it hard to recognize or change. Or, you know, we've all had that moment when family member or a friend kind of points something out about us to us about our behavior that we're kind of like, oh, I I didn't even realize I did that. For instance, an example I think back on a lot for myself when I think in uh, seventh grade, I remember a friend of mine, Erica, one day she just kind of took me aside at, I think it was at lunch or on the way to lunch. And she's like, why do you frown all the time? Like, why do you always look so angry? Why are like, is there anything I can do to help? Like it was out of concern. She's a good friend of mine. And I'm like, I'm not angry. I was just thinking, I, I think a lot. And she's like, oh, well, you always look like you're frowning on your face as you're walking down the halls. And I remember being like shocked because I had no idea. Honestly, I had no idea that I looked angry when I was thinking or like what she perceived as angry. And I'm sure maybe other people too. But yeah, I think back on that a lot just because it's, I think it's such a good reminder of how valuable it can be to have someone else reflect and share, like someone you trust, like to have someone whom you trust that will share honestly with you, even things that seem maybe negative or uncomfortable at the time. So anyway, my point there being Unless you're aware of yourself, like acutely aware of yourself, that can be very difficult to change. And even if when you are aware of certain things about yourself that you'd like to change, a lot of our habits we've had since childhood. So it's like a massive undertaking to totally overturn some of those. So definitely that's, I think, number one. But moving on from that, in no particular order, here's two through 10. So I think another big one for people is along the same vein as changing 
people's like hearts and minds or our own hearts and minds in, in ways too, but in particular regard to politics and faith or spirituality. This was one that I found across pretty much all the websites in the research that I did. So a lot of times when we get really invested in our political beliefs or our faith or lack thereof, if that's your thing, you know, everyone's got different perspectives. Changing those seems to be very challenging for people too. And I think the issue with that or with those two things in particular, um, because we often, I start to like attach our identity to things outside of ourselves. And I'm not saying everyone does this and not with everything, but I think a lot of times we say things like, oh, I'm a liberal or, oh, I'm a conservative, like as in I am a liberal, like as if that's who I am, or I am an atheist, as if that's who I am, like rather than asking like, okay, who am I? Because I'm not, I'm not my political beliefs. I am not my religious beliefs or lack thereof. And I'm just using these as like examples that are coming up into my mind as I'm talking here. But I think we start to attach to those, those ideas and ideals. And because we start to attach them and because we do find other people who have those same beliefs, it starts to give us a sense of security, a sense of safety. And that is not always easy to find. A sense of safety in this like crazy world we live in is not always easy to feel. So when we find something that allows us to feel safe or feel understood by other people, it's very easy to get rooted into those beliefs and to kind of attach to them rather than maybe being a little bit more flexible in listening to others, being able to shift our perspectives and speaking and hopefully have others listen to you as well, right? So I think that's another really, really big one. Another one that I think a lot of people have a hard time with is death, the passing of a loved one in particular. But death just always has seemed to perplex humanity since pretty much forever, as, as far back as we can tell, as far back as we can see, and you know, all these anthropological studies and just the history of humanity is full of different rituals, right? Around death, around what happens afterwards, does anything happen afterwards? It's just like the last and final change, right? That we're aware of, but it's that unknowable things. We don't know what happens. And the people who do find out what happens, there's a whole lot there. We're going to have to do a whole nother episode on that one too. But I think death is just hard for a lot of people because it just simply because it's dealing with the unknown. And that is something that is very uncomfortable, I think, for most people. And that's okay. When you don't know something when you have very little information about it. Again, it goes back to that feeling of like safety. If you don't feel safe or you feel like fearful of this idea of of death, of this like major change, because we have no idea what to expect, right? At least with some other things in our lives. If you're like, oh, I'm moving, at least you know what moving is. You know, you're moving from like one place to another. Maybe you're moving from a, an apartment to a house. 
you have some sense of what's happening. Whereas with death, we, we don't have a whole lot of information. Most of us, maybe there's some people out there who do. So if you do, by all means, message me. Let's let's do a show. Let's do it. I think another really, really big one, though, is anytime there is a major illness involved. This one was also really, really popular or um, widely agreed upon. Whether it's yourself who's had, had a major illness or health issue or um, someone in your family or even a friend, it has a profound impact on your life, their li- the lives of the people around you. or Because um, it's not just one change when there's an illness or a health issue. Usually health challenges aren't just one major issue, right? It's, it's maybe labeled as such, but it tends to have many elements to it, right? So for instance, uh, I think I shared on my very first show, I have a seizure disorder. I've had it for probably about 25 years now. So yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of changes, but just to give you a few examples to kind of have more insight into that, it's, it's not just that, okay, now I have epilepsy or seizure disorder, right? It's the amount of anxiety that it caused or causes the people around me, right? My family, my friends, there's the financial stress. For me, I, since I was very young, have had to be really responsible about making sure I take my medication on time every day and make just decisions. My decisions in life have to be very different from a lot of my friends or even family members, uh, just because I need to be responsible for taking care of my health. Because I don't, I don't want to have seizures. I don't want to have any more of them than is necessary, right? So yeah, my my decisions do have to be very different sometimes. For example, like in college, you know, a lot of my friends would always invite me out. Maybe you need to stay out late, go out for dinner, to the club, do whatever people wanted to do. Um, and you know, I would, I would go out to dinner. I think the the most I ever did, I was, I would probably just, I, I always made sure that I was home by like midnight, one a.m. at the latest. But usually, I, I tried to make it home by like eleven or twelve, just because I knew I needed to sleep. I knew that I needed to get at least eight hours of sleep, so I set my alarm accordingly. And I'm not saying this is the only health issue that has this realm of of other complexities and aspects to it, but just as an example. There's a lot of nuance to it. And that's, I think, very difficult for the person experiencing it. And it can be very difficult for the people around you to adjust to because it's almost like, I don't want to say like being a new person, but it's a, it, it is entirely a new situation. It's moving without moving. You're, you have to change the way your brain works about how you relate and how, how we all relate to each other. Another big one was changing your career or changing your job. I think that's becoming less of an issue now since so many people job hop, at least in in early parts of their careers, right? They try out one thing and they're like, oh, well, this was nice, but I don't think it's for me. And then, you know, six months later, they're at a different job. And I think that's changing a little bit. So it's maybe not as crazy or not as stressful as it once was, but if you're changing a career after like 5, 10, 20 years, that definitely is a major change. Or if you're retiring, for instance, that's a major change and all of those forms are like 
just very challenging to to deal with because you have to again shift your your mind. You have to figure out how you're going to do things differently. What's expected of you? What do you expect of yourself? What what am I even doing? Was this the right decision? Was it not? Just a lot of emotions bubbling to the surface. And I think we touched earlier a little bit upon like moving or relocating, right? If you're changing what state or country you live in, uh, or even just what city you live in, it's a lot of stress. It's maybe like lower on the top 10, I would I would think, uh, at least for me, maybe you guys have a different opinion. I know for some people, it's very stressful. Yeah, move, so moving was one of them. And then the last three that I came across, one of them was banks. And I have to say, I'm intrigued by this one because I I think I've only done it like once or twice and it's never been a big deal for me, but apparently changing banks and like switching over your money from one bank to another one can be very stressful, I guess, to make sure that it's done accurately and there's no mistakes and you probably really have to keep track of like any fees either one of the banks are charging. I'm sure if you have like investments, you have to make sure that that's handled correctly it just does sound very complex. I think at the times when I have changed my banks, I didn't have to worry about any of that. So so maybe that's why it was easier for me. But again, I'm curious to hear if anyone's changed banks and had it be like a, a really hard thing to do. Another one that kind of surprised me was last names changing your last name. Um, Usually this is, I think when people get married, you can either choose to change your last name or not. But I do know there's a lot of paperwork and it's kind of like a process. Again, that's another one I would think would be like lower on the top 10, but I can see it being very like stressful. I can see the idea of changing your name, like the decision whether or not to do that or Sometimes when people get married, right, they like hyphenate their last name with their partner's last name. And there's just a lot of decisions there. And I think sometimes, too, that kind of we get attached to our identity, right, that who we've known ourselves as up until the time when we try to change our, our names, right, is we get almost attached to our name rather than like digging a little deeper. I'm sure that could cause some like emotional turmoil for some people as well. And then finally, relationships. That probably deserves a higher place on this list. But like I said, I'm just kind of doing it in no particular order today. But for sure, relationships, going into a relationship, getting out of a relationship, entering into a new friendship, uh, having to lose a friend for whatever reason, you know, it does happen. It's always sad when it happens. But Sometimes that's the way it is. And um, yeah, just any any kind of relationship. I think anytime there's a big change there, uh, divorce probably being one of the more extreme versions of relationship changes. There's there's a whole psychology about breakups and, and divorce and romance and getting into romantic partnerships and friendship is its own other field of psychological study. And what those things do, do like how our brain changes inside of relationships and in response to relationships and the people we surround ourselves with. So it's that's another really, really big one. And I think it's I would definitely rank that pretty high on this list because 
the decision to enter into a long-term relationship is a pretty big one. It's again, you have to weigh those like risk and reward factors. Like what has your past experience been like? What has this other person's previous experience with relationships been like? like building up trust, all the decisions that follow. Um, and then I think maybe even harder for people is choosing whether or not to break up with someone is also a really big and scary change because humans like we are social creatures, right? We're, it's just how we are as a species, right? And we, we rely on social activity as part of our like well-being, whether, whether we think we do or not, it's scientific, the scientific evidence suggests that like, yay, we're social creatures, right? So having someone in our lives, whether it's a friends or family or a romantic partner, does make a lot of sense. You have someone to talk to, to feel safe around, whether that's like financially or emotionally or physically or you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe you feel, oh God, I don't even want to get into it, into it right now because there's <laughs> my mind's going 50 places at once. But the main idea, right, being that that we do need each other in in this world. So choosing to spend some time alone, if you're getting out of a relationship or maybe even distancing yourself from a friend or family member can seem really scary because in a way we're, we're losing that sense of security or that perceived sense of security and way of relating. And it's, it is a very like challenging experience. Uh, I think the biggest the most difficult part of that change is making the decision to enter in or exit out of those things. So those are the top 10 in no particular order for today. Uh, I will say that there was two more that showed up a lot. These are just going to be little honorable mentions. Apparently, email addresses are really difficult for people to change and, and deal with. I'm a little fuzzy on that, so I'm going to have to dig a little deeper. Adjusting to time zones is another big one. I think that one probably differs from individual to individual, though, because some people have a really easy time changing time zones. Other people are like, no, now I need like a week to recover from from going from like day to night. Oh, and there is another one. I guess brands also is the, is another one I came across. Changing your your brand, branding yourself, branding your business. I guess changing it in any way is a big production. It's a big to do and comes with its own set of challenges. So I think that might be a little bit less relevant to like the whole population, the population as a whole. So we're going to leave it at that for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review, and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for being here today. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Comfortable Change, the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm always looking for feedback, so if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear about, you can reach me at ComfortableChange on Instagram. See you next time.